This is Dominic Dajakovic, and I want you to feast your ears on the Smarky Geeks. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie. <coughs> it's Mirror Day! Thanks, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> I'm kind of impressed though. You held you. Thank you. Thank you. I was doing my, my, my levels. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, my nice. harmonies and stuff like that. Nice. And I am the Prince, the Shooter, John Turriano. <laughs> Pew, 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 pew. Uh, <laughs> By the way, fuck you. <laughs> now that he does that, in my head, I just go pew pew. Uh, contact information, as always, you can reach the show. And you listen to episode 49. You can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596. Subscribe to our RSS feed or anywhere where you can find your podcast loving. Uh, just type in the Smarky Geeks or Smarky Geeks will be the ones that show up. Subscribe to our Twitter is at Smarky Geeks at Frank DeJesus at the John Triano and follow us on Facebook. That's my favorite place to be online. We're also on Instagram at the Smarky Geeks. Now on with the show. If you heard as you're listening to this episode, we have a new friend of the show. Yes, uh, one Mister uh, Donovan Dijakovic, or you know, to his friends like us, we just call him Dijak. You know. Um, uh, doing uh, doing a, a new intro that we're going to be rotating. Uh, so yeah, so thank you to Mr. Dijakovic, um, yes, <clears throat> <a> leader to <clears throat> a certain <clears throat> faction. <clears throat> we think <clears throat> allegedly, allegedly <clears throat> redemption, <clears throat> allegedly something that means the same as redemption or something. <clears throat> allegedly, <clears throat> allegedly. <clears throat> anyway, watch you watch you just show the NXT next week. Yeah. <laughs> Crap. Do I what? I will say though, if he did show back up in NXT, that'd be a nice, nice swerve. Yeah, like th- that would see that would be something he won't do. Yeah, they they should because you know what, but you know what, people bitch about it anyway because I yeah, think the problem we're just getting right into the show. The, the one of the problems yeah. with fans is that they hate being worked. I love being worked. I love because, being worked because you know what, it shows that anything can happen. Yeah. I mean, well, not one, that it just shows that you were wrong. Right. You know, they made you believe in this. Made you believe that in this story, you know, like say the thing with Matt Hardy, which wasn't a work, but say it turned out to be a work, right? I would have been fucking elated about that. I would I would have loved that, but fans would be fucking angry that they were See, worked about some guy who got injured and shit like that. You know I mean, I mean look, cared. let me say this: if I, I don't want to get worked by somebody getting hurt, like when something, I mean, look, look. When it's a fake injury and you're trying to play it off as a real injury, like like an AC, like something, like, but something like that, we watched it happen. Like we but watched I'm saying, I'm, it progress. I understand. I don't I understand. think it worked about that. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, say that was just all a work. You know, him going through the thing and make them making you believe that he he knocked himself out. Like they did that on purpose, right? But he never really was knocked out or anything like that. You know, 
I would have loved that. Yeah, I if guess. I, if we I found I out later on that it was a work, I would have loved that. And of course, yeah. If they're trying to say it was a work and when it wasn't, of course not. That that's just dumb lying to us. Right. But if they work us, make us believe that he was really injured when he really wasn't, I would have loved it. You know. You know, and then and if they're trying to say, oh yeah, Dijakovic is the leader of this group and he really isn't. Yeah. I would love that. I mean, I remember years ago with the old ECW. They did an angle where I forgot who it was. They he took out Sam, he he threw fire in Sandman's face. Mm-hmm. So Sandman had been written off TV. You know, he was selling the injury. Yeah. He sold the injury to the point where he stayed in his house for a month. Yeah. Didn't come out. No nothing. His wife would answer the door. Nobody saw him. He he played the injury. Yeah. He no he like nobody saw him. Nobody anything. Yeah. So we thought he was really hurt. Like nobody knew because it was before the internet. Yeah. Before all these marquee fans started coming out. Yeah, and then do that now, and people find out. People would be angry. Like, oh, it was just work. Oh, all, you know, all the smarks, quote unquote. Yeah. And all, you know, would come out and be like, oh, that sucks. It was just work. See, I don't. Like, they really want a motherfucker just to die. <laughs> see, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I want to see the problem with wrestling now. I mean, it's for the most part across the board, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Kind of predictable now. Like, not predictable. But it, doesn't, it takes a lot to shock us now. They go, holy shit, I wasn't... It doesn't happen a lot. I'm not, I'm not talking great matches. Mm-hmm. That That's separate. Yeah. I guess it could be a great... I'm talking about like, a, like an oh shit moment. I know, right? Oh, right away, we're watching... We're on the WWE Network watching Evolve, the best of Keith Lee. Yeah. Well, from his Evolve days, mostly. And so far, it seems like it's the best of Keith Lee and Donovan Dijakovic. Yeah, which I think <laughs> is cool because what they did in NXT, too. Yeah. So. But anyway, so I was saying... We don't get surprised anymore, like an oh shit moment. Like it doesn't happen anymore. Can you name yeah. the last oh shit moment you had? Um, like probably that, the the pipe bomb. Yeah, I, I thought I, that brought me back into wrestling. I was way out, and I was about to be like not. I was about to quit, and I, on that episode, I was about to quit. And then he did the pipe bomb, and I was I was believing it because he dropped lines, he dropped names, and all that shit. And then they quote unquote fired him. I was like, holy shit! And they turned the mic off. I was like. This is this dude is really doing some real shit here, you know. So I, I actually believed it, and then when I found out it was at work, I you know, I didn't care. But still, that I think that was like the last real moment. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I mean, I got kind of got to agree with that. I can't think of any other moments like that. Um, other ones, it's not as big as the pipeline. I would I would say Kenny Omega. When he went on his one month break. Oh yeah. And okay. It, it corresponded with um. Royal Rumble and everyone everyone was so sure that he was going to be in the Royal Rumble you know that's one guy's work right there I thought that was good not as big as the pipe bomb or anything like that but it was good like everyone speculating and everyone knew Kenny Omega's going to be there and it never happened because Kenny Omega worked you yeah yeah it's just hard like you don't get shocked that often no I mean, maybe... Not with works. I mean, I, I guess the biggest moment... <laughs> I think the like, best way to, for them to shock us is to do shit for real. Like, what happened with Matt Hardy or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Not that they should do that, I'm just saying. Yeah. Th- you know, that that seems to be, like, the only way that we get shocked right now is when shit like that. And when we do see shit like that, it takes us out of it, you know? Even with, like, when wrestlers come back, it doesn't really shock us anymore. Because the internet. We hear about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, when Kevin Owens showed up in War Games, that came out of nowhere. Nobody was expecting that. <clears throat> That was big. When Edge came back at the Rumble, that mm-hmm. was big. Yeah. That was a good one, yeah. I can't think of any other real ones. Maybe the Hardys when they came back at WrestleMania. That was a really big one, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that was a big one, for sure. I mean, I'm trying to remember when Finn showed back up at NXT. Well, we expect, we didn't know about that. It kind of just happened, right? Yeah, because that was during the, the those first few episodes live. Right, nobody knew, nobody knew that was coming. So that was a nice moment. Yeah. You know, we thought he was going to be there just for a quick run, just to boost the ratings. I, no, thought, I, thought, I, I think mean, that's what we all thought. No, because there, on that episode he announced that he was there, that he was NXT. Yeah, but he could have been saying that just to boost the ratings for people turning every week. Well, yeah, because I you mean, know, but I, th- that's basically what he's been though. He's just been a guy there until now. Yeah, but which, which we'll, we'll get, get to. Later, to. Yeah. So yeah. So all right. So where? How do we start this? Well, I mean, we're watching Keith Lee, so let's talk about Keith Lee right quick. Yeah. Go um, for it. I just want to do a follow up on his current trajectory right now, and and it just seems. Like he's 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 become the 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 monster of the month, you know. Right, right. You know, like Brian, he's he's uh, Braun Strowman now. He's they gave him he they they fucked up his his debut. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. gave him the the tennis skirt and the, they covered him up and all that shit. They made him shave, and they took away his music for whatever reason, but that was gone. Um. And he doesn't even get to finish a match. And then once that match gets interrupted, he disappears and he's gone. You know. So, and then that you know, and then, and then they gave him that one clean window on that pay per view. But ever since he's, I don't think he's got any losses, legit losses. But he's just been in and no finishes. You know, because Drew. Um, say Drew Gulak, uh, Drew uh, McIntyre would come out and interrupt his matches with um, Randy Orton and shit. You know? Yeah. And he's not coming off as the Keith Lee as we knew him. He's coming off as the monster guy. He got main rostered. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, I, I, it's, it sucks. Yeah. I just wish he was. I mean, from what I read in different places, Vince has big plans for Keith Lee. If he does, we haven't seen him yet. But how many times have you read that? That's uh, true. We've read that with Shayna Baszler. We've read that with um, um, Drew McIntyre before he left. Uh, we, we, you know, uh, when he when he left and came Drew Galloway. Uh, you know, he had big plans for them. He had big plans for Braun Strowman. You know, and I'm sure they'll still be around doing big guy stuff, but he's just a guy in there now. Yeah. You know, I think there's still time to change his directory, but. It just seems like he's just becoming a guy there, you know. He's, I don't, I see him really quick becoming a heel, and this I'm healing him out. Yeah. Just to get some type of heat or whatever, you know. Like yeah. he'll turn, he'll turn on McIntyre because he keeps interrupting his matches or some shit like that. Yeah. It's a shame too because he 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 was special in NXT. Yeah. Because he was treated, he was treated like he was special. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Raw. He goes to Raw. He's just another guy. Yeah. And uh, his promos haven't been good. He's a and his pro, he's a different type of guy because his promos, even on the Indies or even at NXT, he's, he's very. Uh, how do I say this? I'm not trying to be offensive. Like he's very cartoony, you know, very melodramatic. Where he's like, right, I, Keith Lee, yeah. am limitless. And, you know, he does that, and he drops, he has to drop his, his catchphrase and all that shit, right? Which works for him, but when you put him in Raw and SmackDown, it, it just doesn't come off as... 
intense as it would on NXT or right or in the Indies and stuff like that. Um, I just I don't know. I just wish he wasn't. <laughs> I mean, we wish a lot of guys weren't. Yeah. On Raw SmackDown, look at Mustafa Ali. Yeah. They had big plans for him, and he's a main event main event guy now. Yeah. Well, I don't mean the main event of, of Raw SmackDown. I mean he's on the show on the main, main event. event. Yeah. Well, Look at Ricochet, same thing. Yeah, Mustafa Ali though, his thing got fucked up because he got injured. Right. And he Remember, didn't... he was supposed to be at WrestleMania. He was and supposed he... to be in that title shot. And he, ne- he never got that back. He never got it back. Yeah. Um, I said it before. Let Ro- I like Karen Cross. Let Roy when he comes back. Let Roy SmackDown take him and give us Ricochet and Mustafa Ali. I'll be happy. <laughs> Bring Ricochet it. back to NXT. Yeah. Um, Dom Dominic uh, Mysterio. His push has been good, I would say, because his matches have been decent uh, to great. Jesus, Keith Lee with a Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. Um, or what they call that in Canada, a Destroyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like in China, I mean, not in, I'm, I don't think I'll fan it. And like, in, I saw a joke, like, like in, Chi- in China, they call Chinese food just food. Yeah. I think I got that from a friend, they said that. Um, <laughs> like Canadian bacon in Canada is just bacon. Just bacon, yeah. yeah. We call it ham over here. <laughs> I had one of my coworkers. Ham slices. I was ordering, <laughs> uh, real quick, a little sidebar. I was ordering breakfast at work one day. So I asked a couple people, one of, the, one of our writers is from Jersey. So he told me what he wanted. I'm like, excuse me? It was some, some kind of sandwich that, they, that people in Jersey know about. Some kind of ham and thing, but they call it something different. And it took me five minutes to figure out what he was talking about. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, you just gotta say how you want ham and cheese. You want ba- what do you want? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, we got try try. <laughs> it happens a lot. Now I'm gonna Google ham sandwich in Jersey. What they call that? I'm gonna look up right now. Um, while we're not talking about chopped cheese, are you? No. Okay. Um, that's a New York thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Dom, I, Dom uh, Mysterio, I think they've been doing pretty good, but I think he's. Like, maybe has two or three more episodes before he's just another guy. Right. You know? Because they've been throwing him right... He, he main-evented Raw. You know? With um, Buddy Murphy. You know? And that was a weird thing. Yeah, it's called a, a Taylor Ham Egg and Cheese. On a hard roll of the quintessential New Jersey breakfast sandwich. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> it's a pork roll sandwich. Okay. But they call it a Taylor Ham. All so right. if somebody is for a ham, a tail of ham, they want ham and cheese. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so Dom they've been doing pretty good, but I think he's just a couple more episodes before he's just another guy. He's running his pro. He's running his program with Seth. Yeah, which is good, but they it's like every week now. Yeah, and teams. I don't think he's a main eventer. He's and they put him in the main eventer spot on Raw. Right. With Buddy Murphy, of all people. Well, don't get me wrong. Buddy Murphy's good, and he's good to carry Dom. But... And this week, he's fighting Seth in the cage. In the cage? Like, you're just burning off everything with this guy. Look, he's one of those guys... He should have... The way they should have did that, they should have debuted him. He should have been okay against Seth. Seth should have destroyed him. Mm. And then he should show up at NXT. Yeah. And and, and did it right. He skipped over, like... He skipped a couple steps. Hmm. I think I think he still has an opportunity too. Like I think if he beats or, or whatever, if he loses to Seth in this program, and then they throw him in NXT, I think that's still a good trajectory for him. 
But that's not what they're going to do. They're yeah, the pro- also the problem with that is he's already been on Raw SmackDown. People say, oh, well, he failed, you know? Right, so he's that, and you put him in NXT, what are you going to do? With, you you got to put him immediately in a title, but you can't drop him on NXT. You can. After going one-on-one with Seth Rollins. You but can't just drop him on I'm saying, NXT. If he fails against Seth, he's going back to learn. He's going to NXT to learn and, be, and work his way back, work his way up. You know, and become the guy he's, he's meant to be. Yeah, I you know? guess. Or something I, like that. I just think that they, they should have put him in NXT. They should have trained NXT first. Yeah. He should have been in NXT first for a while and then built up the feud with Seth Rollins. But NXT versus Raw type of thing. Yeah. Something better with the way they did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, he's just becoming another guy at some point. Uh, Raw uh, ratings went down. Yeah. Um, so I'm think I'm not sure about... I haven't heard about SmackDown yet. The ratings went up. They've had the they had the highest ratings since for, like April or something for this Friday. Yeah, SmackDown? for last Friday this past year. All right, so that's still the Roman effect right there, um, and his heel turn. But I I feel the the Thunderdome shit is done. Like whatever interest that shit built up, that's gone now. Um, and it's because it's now you're just back to the the shit show that you have, you know. And it's all the stuff we just talked about and, and more, you know? Yeah. Whatever they're doing with their tag division, whatever they're doing with their, their women's division, with the women's tag division, all that shit that they're doing, it's all the same shit. It's, it's, it's just all they put up with the Thunderdome shit was a big band-aid. It didn't fix anything. That was what I was saying from Jump. Right, no, I, which we knew. The shows are the same. Which we knew, yeah. but I was hoping... Why is one of the things I was hoping for is that they would use this opportunity to kind of reboot a little bit without a live crowd. Just kind of like, you know, do a soft reboot to try to get everything back on track. And they didn't. Yeah. yeah. They just didn't. It's just, it's just dumb. They do a lot of dumb shit in that show. I, like, I watched Raw and I was like, what is this? Every time I watch Raw, and I'll say it does go at a quick, it's three hours, but it does feel like a quick clip. Right. Because they just throw a bunch of shit at you. That's all it is. Every time I am finished with the show, I'm like, "What just fucking happened here?" You know. And again, we're like, we were talking about Dom. It, that that episode finished with him and his whole family beating the shit out of Buddy Murphy with kendo sticks. And now you're just like, "Well, damn, I feel sorry for Buddy Murphy," you know, because the story here was Buddy Murphy was trying to get back in the good graces of Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins shooed him away. At one of the episodes, right. like previous episodes, smacked him in the head and told him to leave. Now, according to Buddy Murphy, Seth doesn't want to answer his calls or anything like that. He's broken up with him, and now he wanted to defeat Dom uh, Mysterio to get back in the good graces of Seth Rollins, and that's what this match was. Right, and he lost, and he got his ass beat by the entire family of the Mysterios. That's uh, Aaliyah. Ooh, we almost slipped. They brought back Aaliyah Mysterio, the daughter, right, his sister. Uh, Ray Mysterio is there and the mother well, I forget what her name is um, and they're all there with Kendall Six beating the shit out of Buddy Murphy like who's the heel here <laughs> yeah what type of shit was that it was cool to see though but what, what, what are they doing there um, so I thought that was weird but yeah so I, back you know, back to what I was saying the Thunderdome thing is up and the shows are just back to what it is Smackdown is still feeling that effect of um, Roman Right, and I think it's gonna feel that for a couple more weeks, um, but it, that show's still the same too. Um, 
It's just one guy booking it, so. Yeah, NXT's been the best shot of all three brands. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. But. Yeah. Uh, the, real quick, um, I didn't even read the full article, but I know WWE let go of a lot of people again. They didn't say who. They, they didn't say who? They, 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 except for mostly, one that we found Mostly out. production people. Yeah. It's mostly on the back end. Yeah. Um, but then we also found out about um, Briscoe. Jared Briscoe, yeah. Jared Briscoe. Uh, he was officially fired after being um, furloughed. Uh, so, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah? Yeah, The guy who's been there... Was I even born when he retired? Probably. I, I, was, I was thinking I was like eight years old or something like that. Um, yeah, this dude's been with that company for years. Years. Decades. Yeah. And he's gone. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's, it's just the way... It's the business world, man. It's fucked up, but it's the way it is. Yeah, it's fucked up. That company's making more money than God. They're making right they're making money more money now since this since whole the, thing. Yeah, you know they're not spending money and shit like that. He's like one of those guys that you that should be being paid forever. You know, just throw him a, uh, some checks or something like that. You know, he's a he's AEW bound. <laughs> oh, God, <stop. laughs> I'm joking. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was fucked up. They let him go. Yeah. Uh, after I mean, the, it is fucked up, but it is what it means. No, it isn't. Is what it is. That's fucked up. WWE sucks for that. Yeah, it is what it is. It, it, it shouldn't be that. You're right. I agree yeah. with you. I totally agree with you. But yeah. um, WWE will be better when Vince is gone, not dead. Is retired. Yeah. Probably he's never gonna retire. Well, yeah, but again, like I don't know if that's gonna mean anything because I don't think. A lot of people think um, Triple H is going to take over. I don't think so. That dude doesn't have a business degree. You know? It's going to go to someone else. Probably, um... Stephanie. Either Stephanie or the other guy. I keep forgetting his name. Fuck, whatever. But there's another guy that's there. Uh, odds are it's just going to them. And they'll just run the business as a business still. You know? Because that's it's a billion dollar company. Right? Um... But yeah, but I don't, I don't think Triple H would be in, in some form head of creative and shit like that, right. of talent, whatever. But he'll never. I don't think he'll ever own that company. I don't think he'll he'll ever have the seat of Vince McMahon. Um. But, but yeah. Anyway, uh, so let's let's uh, be a little bit more somber and have a ten bell salute for the late great Barry Scott. Yeah. Uh, we were actually just talking about him last, last week. Yeah, we talked. Yeah, um, we were watching eight, um, the eighteenth anniversary, and yeah. he did he did that that really cool um, cold open. Yeah. So, so yeah, ten bells. That kind of came out of nowhere too. Like no, like yeah, we weren't expecting. It. We were we were just talking about him random. Yeah. And uh, and that happened. He had such an icon. He did. He also did voiceovers to the NBA too. Yeah. Like their playoff stuff. So yeah, it was across all boards. So, ten bell salute for that guy, the voice of TNA, for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Got anything you want to add to it? No. So, all right. So let's let's get on with the main event. That was quick. Damn. Yeah, this is gonna be a quick show. Listen, this ain't gonna be a two episode week, guys. All right. No, no, no. no we no. ain't look. We went through like weeks, like of SummerSlam payback. 
all out takeover. We gotta relax now, man. Now, <laughs> now, now it's time to like just relax, do a regular show, and just get on with it. Let's just do this. Speaking of shows, oh shit, we do have um, Isolation Mania coming up. Oh okay. I don't know when yet. Probably we're shooting for the last Saturday in September. That's mm-hmm. what we're shooting for. Oh. Go ahead. Oh. I'm sorry. No, I got something else to talk about. But I'll we're shooting for the last Saturday in September, and I'm this is my booking show, and the theme will be NXT versus AEW before the war. Before the war, so like they're indie stuff, mm-hmm. and we have some great. We have some. I mean, most of the matches picked out already, so it should be a pretty good show. We'll, we'll, we do the we do the Wednesday night, which might not be the Wednesday night wars anymore. Yeah, if things start changing. But we, we keep every week we do AW versus NXT. So now we're gonna give you guys AW versus NXT. Yeah. What do you guys talk about? Well, the one thing, the last thing I want to talk about was the New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling G One Climax. Oh, yeah, the G One, yeah. Thirty participants. I forgot about that. Were announced. And uh, I I was chubbed. Let me tell you, I was full of chub when I heard about this. Uh, a blocks and B blocks were announced. All right. I'm gonna go through the A block right now. Go for it. I might, I might not be able to get through it, cause the A block is a fucking block. I heard Dude. that. From what I, I didn't say it, but I heard the A block was pretty tight. Oh. All right. First, we have Kota Ibushi. Awesome. Second, we have uh, Jay White. They got some foreign people in this. People that were doing in America, they got them up up there. Ah, they flew cool. them in. They were able to get. I guess. Right before they announced this, like some restrictions were let loose, and some of these guys are in there. They still have to quarantine, which they have been. But yeah, so they got Jay White in there. They got Cobb in there. Jeff Cobb. Uh, Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, Will Ospreay they got in. Um, Shingo Takagi, uh, Suzuki, Taichi, and I said, and the, the, the only one I don't care about is um, Yujiro Takahashi. Right. That's A block. B block, they have Tanahashi. They got Juice Robinson, Goto, Yano, to, uh, Yoshihashi, whatever, uh, Naito, uh, Sanada, Zack Sabre Jr., Kenta was able to fly in, and they got Evil in there. This is the G1 Climax, so it's run like like how we do the Pinnacle. Right. Um, so... It's the round robin point system. So every like, there's so many matchups that we're gonna get here. All right, we're gonna get part two of Osprey and Takashi, who had like one of the match of the year contenders last year at the the New Japan Cup, the the Super Junior uh, Cup. Uh, the uh, Suzuki and uh, Tomohiro Ishii, uh, Ka- uh, Ibushi and Okada, and then B Block we got like Evil. Versus Sonata, his former didn't partner. Evil just lose, didn't Evil just lose both of his belts? Yeah, to ten, uh, Naito, who's also in the in the tournament. So why give it to Evil? Why give what to Evil? Why give the belts to Evil to have him lose it right away? Because that's the story they're trying to tell. Okay. Like he, I suspect he's going to win this. Oh, Evil? Yeah. Um, the whole thing. It's either going to be him or Okada. I said, well... I, I'm pretty sure the, the final is going to be Okada and Evil. Now, you got to think about this. The the G1 Climax, the people, the person who wins it wins the main event 
at Russell Kingdom. Guess the main event. Guess the main event. Right. Yeah. Um. So he gets to be part of the main event of um, Russell Kingdom. So, do they want to burn Okada and Naito again with what's probably going to be a um, low capacity stadium? Right. Wrestle Kingdom. Um, because they they are allowing fans now, but it's still low capacity. Even if it's low capacity and they're able to get like maybe twenty thousand people in there, it's just still a lot. They they probably still won't be allowed to cheer and shit like that, you know. Uh, they have to use the app or whatever. Um, so do they want to burn that for Wrestle Kingdom, or just do Naito and Evil again, which they can't do. No. Well, yeah, they can do. They they can you know Evil can win the whole thing and it'll be Naito and Evil. And then you got uh, Ibushi. Ibushi could just take the whole thing he won it last year. Um. Yeah, this is a lot. Or Jay White. Jay White just might take the whole thing as well. You know? I just love the matchups on all these shits. This is going to be fucking awesome. I'm going to put the blocks up. If anyone wants to, like, put their predictions on the, on the Facebook page. But, yeah. I don't know. And it's going to be, like, it starts next week, I believe. I don't have the date. I think it starts the 16th. No, I'm sorry. Saturday, it starts next Saturday. The 18th of September. All right. So, I'm going to try to watch them all. Maybe I'll do another, like, column for each one. But it's going to be it's gonna be hard to do, keep up with this shit. I'll try my best. I'll try my best. But, uh, yeah. Uh, G1 Climax. It's going to be fucking fun. Uh, now, let's get back to the main event. Yes. Now... Real quick, this is the Wednesday Night Smarks, tentatively. Well, so, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, the, it's the Weekly Wars. It's the Weekly Wars. Because we, we have to change the name or something. Yeah. Um, well, that's if that's if they decide to move. Right. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I hope, I hope they do. Uh, real quick, NXT ratings. Uh, it was 838,000. They were, which was down a little bit. Uh, they were twenty two point twenty two in the point two two in the demo, which made them fifteenth for the night. And uh, I could not get, I could not find Impact's numbers anywhere. Uh, so I don't know if they were just refusing to release the numbers or whatever. Or oh, it's just really low and they're not reporting. Yeah, because I know they don't report to Nielsen at all. Right. Uh, so you can't get any of the demo stuff from that. Um, so. I couldn't find any of those numbers, so it was, it was probably a low number. Um, so, rest in peace, Impact. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, so we're also on a shit network too. Where they, I mean, because even if you're gonna get the ratings, it'll be the TV ratings only. A lot of people watch it watch it on Twitch because that's the easiest way to watch it. Because the station that they're on, they're not, it's it's not widely known. It's not a lot of households as much as. Other stations. I mean, I mean, is it? I mean, it's a, it, it is considered a super station, right? Yeah. Isn't Cuban the owner of that shit? Mark Cuban. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's in a lot of stations, a lot of places though. But it is. It's not really. We I don't. mean, not as much as USA and TNT, of course right. not. But it is. So, it is. I'm, so I'm saying you got you got to you got to look at it in comparison to how many households they're in. I really don't think they would 
compare they never <laughs> to suck. NXT or AEW. They would. I don't think they would. I th- I'm sucks. sure they would they, do better. They put on. They Impact puts on a great show for the most part. They do a good, really good show. But I don't think that their show in any way compares to NXT or AEW in quality. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Not right now. Um. So yeah. So the big story here. NXT still did a big number, regardless of going down. Uh, 15th for the night. Uh, the problem with that number is that they were down in every demo, except the over 50s. They were way up. Um, which I think it was everyone from the week before were angry. Yeah. Because of that, that one hour draw. Uh-huh. Um, and the people older were like, "Yeah, we don't mind. <laughs> They'll just watch that." Yeah. So I think that's the story. I think that just comes up when you know you pissed off a lot of people and, and they decided not to show up. Um, Snowflakes. Yeah. Uh, now the big story is AW. Uh, they did one point zero sixteen million. Um, Getting a point three seven in the demo, earning the place of seventh uh, place in of the night for Wednesday. Uh, both these shows went against uh, NBA games and some Real Housewives things that were up there as well. Um, but yeah, they they broke that million. Now, the first thought I had was they broke. Do you think it was more of a post pay per view pump? Bump? Absolutely. Yeah. It was the no, no um, competition for the night, right? NXT they were unopposed for the night, right? So NXT wasn't there, and um, yeah, it was the post pay per view bump, you know, and especially with all the stories that came from that pay per view, everyone wants, everyone's curious about it, yeah. Um, so absolutely, that was what it was. I just this week is going to be even harder for, or this week as people are listening. It's going to be harder for AEW because they don't even know what night they're going to be on. Right. Because as of right now, they're on they're on Thursday. But if the NBA playoffs end early, yeah. they're on Wednesday. And the original plan that that was announced was that they were going to do an hour on Wednesday of, a, of new content and then do a regular show on Thursday with more new content. But something changed, I guess. And now they're just saying, oh, we don't know when we're going to be up. So that kind of sucks for them. Um, but yeah, so I think that's that's the big story. They finally, or they once again broke the the one million mark. Uh, which I mean, with these two numbers, it just NXT should move to another night. Uh, probably Tuesday, unfortunately. Yeah. I it should be Thursday. <coughs> Why do you say Thursday? So, cause I don't want to see them go up against Impact. I don't want Impact to move. Impact's not going to move. Why not? They're just not. Why wouldn't they, though? I, I, if I, they want to survive, they would have to. Yeah, they can't they, be compared to NXT, so don't move them. That's where we were. We were there. This is where we were at? Yeah. This is the match we saw. The Fatal 4-Way, Keith Lee, Walter, Matt Riddle. No, no, that's not it. No, it's not It's Heat the same Gate. place, though. Yeah, but it's not Heat Gate. No, it's not Heat Gate. Are you sure uh, it's not? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because he went against a bunch of... Um, Mark Andrews was there. It was a bunch of, like... Um, Austin Theory was in that match. 
Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, Progress NYC. Um, well, we, and Walter was not there. In that well, match. this is an evolved show anyway. We were at a Progress show. That's true. So yeah. So this might have been the same night. No, it might be the same arena because wasn't wasn't night wasn't the first part of that. Was the first part of that Evolve? Yeah, we weren't there for Evolve. Remember, we went online and a lot of people left from Evolve, from the Evolve show. Because it was fucking hot. Yeah, we saw Ethan Page leaving. Hold on, like hold on, let's do it this way. Hold on, wait a minute. We, we get distracted very easily sometimes. <laughs> um, I want to see what date it is. Maybe, maybe we'll be able to figure it out. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Well, it's like, we're just like watching now. Yeah, now we just... <laughs> This is great. Is this is the same one? 2017? I think it is. August 12th, 2017. That's it. That's Heat sure? Yeah, that's Heat Oh, we'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's when the progress was. Um, yeah, that's it. That's probably right before the AC broke or whatever. And then I guess they decided because someone had, was not able to appear or whatever, so they brought him back. And he did a match for them. August 7th, yep. No. Hold on. Progress NYC? Yeah, because it was supposed to be Pete Dunne versus Jack Gallagher, right? Yeah. And he got canceled because Pete Dunne was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he showed up, but he was, he was still hurt. So that's August 12th? Yeah. Card for Progress. So this is the card for Progress that we, didn't, that we were at. Yeah. Walter Matt Riddle. Yeah. British Strong Style versus South Pacific Power Trip. Yeah. Supposed to be Pete Dunne versus Jack Gallagher. That didn't happen. Dominic Dijakovic, Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela. Yeah. Ginny and Deanna Peraza versus Diallo Black and Dakota Kai. Yeah. Mark Andrews versus Zach Gibson versus Mark Haskins. Yeah. That's the show we're at. Yeah. And that's crazy. So they they fought twice. Yeah. That's insane. Especially on the, how hot that shit was. I don't know. Was like, I don't, was it that hot for the whole show, or was it just like? It had to be. It was a hot fucking day. Yeah, maybe but even if it wasn't, it was right after. You know, maybe the AC broke. Maybe, but even if though, like to do two shows back to back like that, and yeah. they, I'm sure they didn't like, um, not do much here. You know, I'm sure there's gonna be a fucking, especially if it's on the best of. You know, I'm sure there's gonna be a great match, and then. To do what they did in the next show, that's crazy. I like how they both stood back, the Walter and Keith Lee go face to face. Yeah, the two big guys. Anyway, Walter, I am Walter. Uh, so yeah, so so that's the big story here. AW did the million, which is great for them. Great numbers for both shows. Um, great for AW because they went up on every demo except, I mean, of course they did the over fifties this this week because they weren't going against NXT, but they were up. I think one of the demos, I think the girls, women's um, uh, 18 to 34, something like that, they were up like 200%. You know, they were up in every demo. So it was cool. Great numbers. Good for them to do. Um, and uh, our opinion is the NXT should move. Uh, and, uh, and quite frankly, it's been a great experience. <laughs> As a viewer, I've loved watching both shows on different days. Why? I don't know. It just... It just it's just kind of free flowing. I'm not wondering what's happening on the other channel. You know, I'm not even thinking about switching over. You know, it just feels like, you know what? Just, just watch the show. And then tomorrow I'll watch the next show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
know, and then I'm, of course, you know, if I, if I decide not to watch both on the same night, I gotta worry about people spoiling it for me or some shit like that. I gotta stay off the internet and shit like that, you know, off one show, you know. If I decide not, to, usually it was NXT I wasn't watching. Um, so then the next day I'd have to be like not be on the social networks because everyone's gonna if something big happened, everyone's gonna fucking spoil it, yeah. you know. Which is why I usually stayed up late and just watched both at the same night. So, yeah, NXT should move. Well, there's Tuesday or Thursday. I think Tuesday would be fine for them. Because uh, it obviously worked for them on Tuesday. Tuesday's a big night. And two, SmackDown did good on Tuesday before they moved to Friday. Yeah? So it's obviously a good wrestling day. So I think they it'll be good for them to move. Um. So, so let's get on with the shows. I started last week. No, you started this week. Please. No, you not, you no, 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 no. You started last. No, week. I want you to go first. But I started last week, so you gotta go. I want you to go first. Why? I just want you to go first. <laughs> uh, oh, fine. Oh my God, it's a, it's a struggle for you. Just go. So, AW September 9th, twenty twenty. Fun recap where we had uh, Jericho and um. MJF come out and meet each other with Tony Schiavone and they uh, they all complimenting each other like ah he did great uh, he cheated blah blah, blah. and then uh, as they're walking away uh, they do like a split screen and you can see both of them and they're all like cursing each other out under their breath like oh, that ass or whatever I forgot what they said uh, I thought it was like a fun start fun little uh, recap of the, yeah. the pay-per-view and stuff like that real quick and then they went right into the show um where we have Jurassic Express defeating the Lucha Bros. Uh, I love this match a lot. Um, I like the quick drive-by Canadian Destroyer. Uh, where, it was, I think it was Jungle Boy. Where he kind of moved out of the way. And then um, Phoenix went into um, um, his brother, Penta. And Penta right. did the Canadian Destroyer onto him by accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was fucking crazy. Uh, it was it was high energy and Jungle Boy once again came off looking strong here because um, I think they they obviously have um, future things for him to do like future push for him at some point um, I gave it four snarks wow okay. um, you gotta let me know when to stop uh, I, 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 I guess I, I'll go through the first two matches and promos and then I'll finish off I, I didn't um, I didn't write anything down by AEW, so I don't know when to tell you to stop. I'll just do the, the first two matches and then the well, last... How long were the first two matches? I don't know. But then it's like two or three more after that, okay, so that's fine. it's fine. Um, the, uh, oh, I'm three and a half for me on that opening. Okay. It was good. It's been doing it for me. Yeah. I loved it. It was, it was good, energy, good uh, high start energy. Uh, post-match fight with the Lucha Bros. They're, they're fighting. Eddie Kingston comes out. Eddie Kingston decides to be fucking continuity nerd here. Uh, where he starts bringing up, uh, he brought up Allie and the bunny. You know, like, where's your wife, huh? Yeah. You know, like, talking to, everyone has that question. Every, all the smarts, anyway. You're like, what the fuck is going on with the bunny? They haven't acknowledged that. Who acknowledges it? Eddie Kingston acknowledges it. Um, you know, he starts talking about, oh, what the fuck else? You know, you talked about the how he didn't lose uh, the, the, the Battle Royale at the All Out, which I double-checked. And I, I, I guess he's right. <laughs> he went through the middle rope, and then he ends up on the top, and then that's where he gets choke slammed. So technically, he never got eliminated. I feel like I've heard this storyline before. 
Where? Did well, they do it all the time. It's it depends on what wrestler is doing it, right? WWE did that with Curtis Axel, didn't they? A couple years ago. No, he, well, he never entered. Remember? Right. He never entered the match, um, because he got knocked out by someone. I can't remember who, but uh, yeah, I think it was Rusev. I can't remember who, but he got knocked out and he never entered the match, or maybe Roman. Um, so. So that's what happened to Axel. This is different. This is they're building up a either a match between Eddie and Lance, or a match between whoever wins between him and um, Moxley. Yeah, because he's gonna be bitching about that. I never lost. I I deserve a shot. So they're probably gonna build up a match for number one contender, maybe between him and Lance, or maybe some type of title shot between him and whoever loses or well, wins. The Lance Mox fight, um, so I thought that was cool. I just loved it. his promo was great, and uh, I I feel like this promo, what they're doing with this little quote unquote faction, is that it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Butcher and a Blade and Eddie Kingston, versus the Lucha Bros, and I think they're probably gonna somehow be able to get Pac in. And it's going to be that group against Eddie Kingston and the Butcher and the Blade. And they'll have like a little feud. Um, Jake. Oh yeah, Jake the Snake did a promo. And thank God this was pre-taped. Because um, I haven't been a big fan of his live promos. Uh, but this was a good promo. And then they, this allowed, they allowed um, uh, Lance to talk more, which they've been doing lately. Because uh, he does good promos himself too. So he was good here. It was just building up for the the Mox fight, which is now going to happen in October 14th. That was really one year anniversary of... The Dynamite, yeah. Right. Um, so that's cool. So that shows it's going to build up. I wonder if something's going to happen with NXT. Um, Matt Hardy then comes out, does a pure babyface promo. He updates everyone on his situation, how he was injured and how he's fine and he's going to he's gonna have a 100% um, recovery. Recovery. Which, which, when I heard that, I'm like, so Tony Khan games came out saying he didn't get hurt. Then he Matt said Hardy's he coming didn't have out. A concussion. And Matt Hardy came out like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to recover 100%. So he did get hurt. No. Tony Khan never said he never got hurt. Obviously, he got hurt. That that would be stupid to say he never got hurt. He said he didn't have a concussion. Yeah, he got hurt. He slammed his fucking head onto fucking concrete. It's called cool getting a concussion. He's hurt. He got a concussion. He didn't get a concussion. Yes, he did. You can't say that. If if no one out there is saying that... His wife is saying it. She was there. So obviously she's on the same page as AEW. Probably, she probably just... No, play, she was angry. Playing a good soldier. No, she was angry. You know, okay. and then she said he never... He got a concussion. Then hours later, Tony Khan said he didn't. So there's a timeline here to follow, guys. Like, okay. test came out. Okay. You know? He wasn't hurt. Okay. Supposedly. Okay. You know? Or concussion, rather. You know, he didn't get a concussion. He's going to heal up and come back. And he's going to... And I like... It was just pure babyface promo. It was a good promo. And how he said he, he wants to come back. And he wants to rank up and get his first title at AEW. Yeah, I loved it. It was a great promo. Um, after this, we have uh, Orange Cassidy defeating Angelico. Um... Uh, basically, this is basically them showing that uh, Orange Cassidy gives a shit now. 
Um, you know, he, they're breaking away from that lazy Orange Cassidy now because they have to. You know, they can't do that. They can't do that comedy gimmick anymore. Right. You know, where he's just doing the lazy kicks and he's not trying and shit. You know, so they're they're moving away from that. They're showing him as a worker, as a wrestler, and this was this was decent. Uh, I gave it three and a half. Um, same. Uh, after this, there was some post match stuff. Oh yeah, um, private, private party. I did it again. Uh, proud and powerful. Uh, came out and attacked Orange Cassidy. The best friends come out and do a, a actually really decent promo where they came out and saying hey, and then they they setting up uh, the parking lot fight, which was something they were gonna do. The the um in the beginning of this whole um, COVID era, because remember they were gonna have the the blood and guts match. That got canceled. Then they set this up, the parking lot match. Right. I guess to fill it in place of the blood and guts. But then that never happened. And then now, they I guess you know AW just sticks with their ideas and they they brought they brought it back. So they're doing the parking lot match next week, I believe. Hopefully, this is the end of this feud. Well, yeah, but at least they gave it time to breathe. This was something they had planned a while ago, and. And they never got to do it, and now they, they, they're doing it. You know? Right. I, and I did appreciate that at least now with the best friends came out, they were at least more serious. You know? Even Trent. Trent, I took him serious. You know? Like, you know, this is not about our mom anymore. We're going to kick your ass. I'm going to do it for my mom. You know, shit like that to make my mom proud. You know? So at least that. Um, and it's going to be a parking lot. It's going to be crazy. Uh, Alex Marvez gets super kicked. Uh, so he's earning his money. Um, yeah, you gotta explain how. He, well, he, he went to knock on their door to do an interview. They wouldn't answer. Don't say they, the Young Bucks. You gotta say who. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he went to um, interview the Young Bucks, uh, but they didn't answer the Young Bucks. And uh, and he goes to the camera. He's like, hey, I guess they're not there. And then the, the door opens behind them, and then there they are, all angry and edgy, because that's what they are now. Uh, and then they super kick Marvez. Poor Marvez. And then, um, so that was funny. I wonder if they're trying to write off Marvez, because I know he does, like, NFL-type stuff. So I wonder if, like, maybe they're just writing him off for this. Or they use the, the whole opportunity to help. Uh, after this, uh, Kip Sabian comes out. Uh, and he does, as they uh, teased during the All Out, he was going to announce his best man. And first, you know, he comes out with Penelope Ford, and he teases, "Ah, oh, here's my best man," and out comes Puff. And if you don't know Puff, he's an indie guy, indie wrestler. Uh, he's been on AEW before, uh, like during the the pay per views or the the preseason pay per views. Okay, that's not him. He's saying, "I didn't mean you. You're you were best for subscribing on my Twitch." Blah blah blah. You know, fine. And Pillman comes out, um, Pillman Jr. And uh, to make you think that he's the best man. But he wasn't. Because uh, Kip Saban was like, I wrote you're the best, comma, man. Blah, blah, blah. And then it was his birthday. So he was like, I hope you have the worst birthday. Blah, blah. And then uh, out comes Miro. And you know it's he's the best man. Because he has like a, a whole new um, uh, song that plays as soon as he comes out. So you know that he's the one. Right. So... <laughs> And it, I like the music. 
I did like that music a lot in the intro and stuff like that. And the Miro comes out, aka Rusev Day, aka whatever. Uh, Miroslav Barnyanov is what he's going by on Twitch or whatever. And uh, this was. I have two minds of this. I... There's one mind where I'm like, he came out and it was fun and he was happy and angry and he's he's talking about grabbing the brass the glass ceiling and grabbing the brass rings and he's like fuck them and fuck the other guys over there blah blah, blah. and it's great you see you know he's, he's he's trying to he's he's doing what he does and it's the twist thing and then I'm like the other side of me is like what the fuck was this like why would what the fuck was he wearing for one like how am I supposed to take him seriously with this shit yeah and and everyone's talking about it online because it's a six hundred and fifty dollar t shirt apparently. It's a Gucci t shirt, like yeah. it's a Gucci X Disney t shirt, and it's like six hundred and fifty dollars. He's wearing Gucci pants that are like a uh, five hundred dollars, and he's wearing Yeezys, the, the the Kanye West sneakers and shit like that. And I'm like, what the, what the, how am I gonna take this guy seriously with this shit? You know, I don't care how much it costs. He looks like a fucking goof. Looks like he's wearing pajamas out there. And he there. has blonde hair. That I I can appreciate because if you look at it, especially afterwards when he was doing the promo stuff, uh, in in backstage, he's doing that because it's the colors of AW. Blonde hair, black beard. Okay. It's the colors. I was like, all right, I can at least appreciate that. But it, I don't know. Like when when the big releases happened, he was like the biggest name on those releases, really. Right? Is that wrong to say? Uh, Gal Anderson? Or they, were they one day at the same time? Their contracts were up, right? When no, the contracts no, they, were, they no. decided not to no, sign No, they back. were released. They were released right at the end of the day. They were at WrestleMania during the AJ Styles the Boneyard match. Yeah. They got cut the week after. Okay, you're right. No, yeah. No, their contracts were up. All right, so, uh, so yeah. They so. had re-signed last year when their contracts were up for two years. No, but they were before, they 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 got released before the big release though. Right, but, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. we're, we're both sort of. We're both right, yeah. But yeah, but during the, those 30 or so that were right, released, right. I, I would say his was the, probably One the biggest of the biggest, name. yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree with that. And, um, I don't know what this was. Like, I, I think for intro, it's fine, but it has to change quick. I don't know, like, is he going to just be Twitch guy? With Kip Sabian? Like, you know, what is he going to be here? Is this what he's going to be, Twitch guy? Because he promoted that shit hard here. Yeah. What he's talking about, like, he's the best guy on Twitch. The best man at vi- gaming? Like, he's a gamer? That's his gimmick here? <laughs> Look, when he, when I saw, when you, I, I wasn't watching it live. Because I was doing my fantasy draft. You texted me, like, what day is it? I'm like, yeah, Wednesday? Because I, I had no idea what was going on. Then I was like, oh, I don't think he saw it. So let me ask you if he saw it. So I, I put it on. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. I, well, see, I guess because remember when they came out there, we're not going to sign any former WWE guys. We're gonna, but they came out basically They never said, said that. Yes, they did. They never said they're not going to sign any former WWE guys. They never said that. Okay. How so, are they not going to do that? WWE signed everyone. And you know who's releasing people right now? WWE. I just... That's the only free talent that's out there. But did you need... Well, I guess my problem with this is... Did you need them? Like, you're signing them because you want another big name. You want another former WWE guy. You want another big name in, in your company. But 
did you need him? Like, wouldn't that role of Kip Sabian's quote-unquote best man be better served with somebody like Brian Pillman? Well, no, because they, they, I mean, they did the the whole situation. Like, what would they do with that? I, I think it's more interesting now that it's Mero. If, it, if they're going to continue with this shit, it's more interesting that it's Mero than it would be with Pillman. If Pillman but, came out, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> you know, if Pillman came out, like, who cares? what's the connection with Kip Sabian and Miro? Twitch. They're Twitchers. Miro legit, when he left WWE, I, he I legit know, wanted to make his career. I know, I know. I'm telling the audience. He legit wanted to make his career as a YouTuber and Twitcher, right? You know, that was his legit thing, right? And Kip Saban does do that legitly as well. He's on Twitch all the time. He's A lot of wrestlers do that now, right? Uh, so it's not a... It's not really a gimmick for him. It's, it is really his life, you know? So I guess they're trying to just have him be who he is. Because I did, I did like his promo. His promo was good, you know? And he came off sounding natural. He didn't right. do a fake accent or anything like that. He sounded good. And he sounded happy where he was. But my problem is, how am I supposed to take him seriously if he's coming out in pajamas? You know? I don't care how much it costs. That doesn't impress me. Right. What he looks like. He should have came out in like a three-piece fucking suit or something. Right. You know? You know, or something. Like, just... No, they told they told Ruth, they told Miro, come out, be you. We only want you for you. He comes out and he comes back not like that. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. So, be you, but not like that. So I'm I'm still curious because he, he came off good. It came off natural. So I'm wondering how they're gonna proceed with him. Because he just gonna be up to the wedding and then he's be like I'm not doing another wedding and maybe just destroy Kip if he did at the end of this thing and destroys Kip I'll be happy so I'm curious as to where it goes from there I, and that I, I thought this was a uh, the promo a was horrible the promo uh, debut. The, the promo was fine yeah I think the promo's good but other than, good outside of that type. I was like I just didn't Miro signing with them didn't move the needle for me like it's like okay, Miro. All right. No, I'm very interested because Miro is someone and WWE who naturally got people behind them. You know when when WWE and Vince or whoever absolutely did not want to push him, no matter what, regardless of what the people were saying and how yeah, they were cheering for him. Yeah, but was also he also created Rusev Day, which helped. Like he created a, he created a catchphrase that no on. well no but that's because the fans latched onto that you know what I'm saying and it became a big thing and but even when that became a big thing Vince did not didn't not did not want to push him because according to Mero Vince looked at that as people making fun of him you know instead of being behind him which they were right you know so Mero's like one of those people that naturally got people behind him you know and never really got that push you know can he do that here. Uh, I think he's at a bad start. Is that Wrestle Circus? Yes. That and, when, was, and, and when he hip towards him, he hit the sign. Yeah. Wrestle Circus was a... No, that's not Wrestle Circus. Yeah, the sign says Wrestle Circus. What's that? Evolve. I think it says Circus, but I don't think it says Wrestle it Circus. It says Wrestle Circus. It does. I was looking right at it. It says Wrestle Circus. Because Wrestle Circus was a good, quirky little indie promotion. Um. But anyway. Hopefully it'll show it again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Miro here. I'm, I'm tentative. I don't put this on par as like a Keith Lee debut or anything like that. But it, I, I am like, I was it, was. it was a bad debut. 
good promo. He came off interesting, but if this is his character, uh, it's not for me. The Twitcher. Yeah, I'm not. No. Uh, and one last thing before I move on. Tony Schiavone interviews Adam Page. Uh, and I love this interview. I thought it was great. Adam Page is just feeling bad uh, because of what he did. And uh, he feels like he cost the match. And he feels like they can get back up in the ranks. And he wants to get back in there with uh, Kenny Omega and win the titles back. And he feels bad. And he even says, like, he said, like, this really interesting thing where he's like, I'm, I'm what do you say? I'm poisoned? Or just poisoning me or some shit like that? And he almost said it, like, to himself because Tony Schiavone kind of moved on. I just thought it was, it was a really good interview. I liked it. Um, and just showing more of that, the, that side of Adam Page and shit like that. Um, where, where was that? And then that's it. Then I go to my next match. And then, uh, so I'll let you go. All right. So NXT opened up. I was surprised they opened up with this. But then when I was texting you about it, see, it says, no, it says no, house. No. What does that say? Something circus. Oh, maybe horror circus? Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Like, I was surprised they opened up with this. Then when I was texting you, like, you know what? Because they said one fall to a finish must be a winner. One to a finish and if you put no it on time limit. If you put it on a 20, 20 minutes to 10, you know. Yeah. It's going to show up. You know, if they say no time limit and then they put it on 20 minutes to 10. like You, you know, know matches are going to go 20 minutes. You know it's and as it gets closer to 10, like, oh, it's almost over. Yeah. So I'm glad they opened up with this. I will say this, though. I feel like they kind of... How do, how do I word this right? Shot that load with this match a little bit? Like, this was the match of the night. It was, but I feel like that... Uh, just to... Get... Um, spoil ahead. it a little bit. Jump ahead, yeah. I, I did love the, the, the main event. The cage match was really good. Yeah. But this match, to me, was match of the night yeah. um, for both shows. I cannot disagree with that. This was... This is what I want. The Finn Balor we wanted to see. This, was, this the, was the Adam Cole we wanted to see. This was the NXT I want to see. Right. This is and this is no, what I want NXT no to be all cheating, the time. No cheating, no hijinks, no you eat it and come out, no nothing. It was one-on-one. F- on one. I feel like there was supposed to be that. And they were like, we fucked up last week. Let's just give them a legit match. And they did. And and yeah. they they gave us a mat- one of my match of the year candidates. Uh... It's, it's in an argument, I would say. I wouldn't put well, it Well, I have a candidate. It's, it's one of my candidates, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely in the argument for sure. You know, I thought at one point, I'm watching Magic Mike, like, Adam Cole's going to take this. And then when when Finn got hurt, I'm like, Finn's going to take this. The minute he got hurt, mm-hmm. I'm like, he's going to come back and win this. Yeah, I loved how they did it too. They, they made you... It was oblivious as to who was going to who was, who was Yeah, but be, the problem yeah. is when, when I was watching Finn get hurt, I'm like, mm-hmm. I could see Finn taking this now. Like coming right. back, that's the opposite of the, coming back from getting hurt to win it. Yeah, if it was Raw SmackDown. Yeah, but NXT does things. Sometimes they're a little different. Sometimes uh, I just felt like Adam Cole was Finn's gonna take it. Though. I wouldn't be surprised. So I thought that's when UE was gonna come out when Finn was was hurt. And UE was gonna come out to help make sure Adam Cole wins it. Okay. But then I'm like, then I'm like, oh, maybe Finn could take this. He's gonna find a way to. I'm like, I don't think, I don't think he'll beat him with the coup de gras with the bad ankle. Yeah, well, he's that. That was my only one gripe with this match. Where he hits that coup de gras, and it was a great fucking coup yes, de gras. Yes, yes. Usually, he, like he kind of like angles off a little bit so he doesn't kill the guy, or he like his feet will just split out, right. you know, so he doesn't again, so he doesn't kill a guy. This was straight on and in. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, you know. And then uh, he gets the pin, but it, it gets kicked out at two. 
And then I, I think it was Barrett or whoever, or uh, Vic Joseph, yells, no one's ever kicked out of that. I'm like, everyone's kicked out of that. Yeah. That's why he doesn't do that anymore. He uses the 619, the 1916. And, and what, what he used... Uh, yeah, and that was great too. That he was did awesome. it off the top rope. Off what top I liked rope. about him doing that was that he had to resort to something like, something like that to beat Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. That's how good Adam Cole is. Yeah, and I liked at the end, Adam Cole congratulated him. They gave him, they did the Bullet Club too sweet. Yeah, so that was a nice little touch. Yeah. Now I, I thought that my Adam Cole is gonna t- is gonna attack Finn now. Yeah. He didn't. He walked away. Yeah, it was a clean finish. Yes, I loved it. Right like, in the ring, and I liked him. They, they did something in the back later. I'm jumping on a little bit. Yeah. Where Finn was in back being congratulated, Adam Cole came out and congratulated him. You know, like you could tell, like the way he did it was perfect. Well, this was obviously also Adam Cole's face turn, right? Like this was his legit face turn. And then they interviewed Adam Cole later. He said, "You know, if I, you know, he won. He was the better man tonight. Yeah. But if I ever come back for that title, the story's gonna be different." And I did like the interview too. Like the interview yeah. felt like really sports type of interview. Yes. You know, yes. when they interviewed a losing team of a basketball, I'm like, right. "Hey, listen, we weren't on our game. You know, they they're great athletes. They did what they had to do, and they won the game. Next time, we're gonna come back and we're gonna win." And that's basically what Adam Cole and said. Right. What I liked about it the best was, I think Adam Cole staying in NXT. I hope so. Because I, so. uh, I kind of want to see that rematch. Yeah. I kind of want to see the rematch. We'll get the rematch in Raw. Ah, <laughs> oh, shut up. Sorry. Um, four and a half, almost five for me. You came really close. Like four and a half, match of the night. The four and a half is what I gave it. Definitely match of the night regardless of the oh, show. Both shows, right? Yeah. I, I love this. I was, I, was, I was ecstatic. I'm sitting there waiting for this just to be a, 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 a squash or not a squash, but a smiles or some fucking funny finish. I'm like, they're really doing it. They're really doing a complete finisher. And it, yeah, it was good. It was good. I loved it. Um, they did a thing with um, Rob, I'm I'm, stay, I'm I'm done with the Robert Stone thing. Kind of done with it. But he was getting ready to smash Shotzi's tank, and oh, it look, yeah. and it looks like Shotzi came out and they started then out. They huge both by Allison K. Then you know Shirai comes out. Yeah, that was a whole big thing. But I like they set up Shotzi versus Zio, which I liked at the end. Uh, okay. That was the only part of it I liked was the end. <laughs> Wait, I want to see that match. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're getting the match. <laughs> but other, everything beyond before that, I, I was like, oh. and everything before that just makes the whole thing dumb. <laughs> but but maybe, they could have just had like I don't know, Shotzi just bump into Eo, and that would have been just as good as yeah, everything yes. else here. I, I'm done. At first, Robert Stone branding was kind of interesting. I'm mm-hmm. over it now. I'm like, that's ah, fine. I never. I was. I think was, it could have went interesting ways, but yeah, it's horror. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. It's Tony Khan. He's Tony Khan. Yeah, I know. You know. That's all it is. And he could be a legit wrestler here. You know? But he's this. Maybe he's injured in some way. I don't know. But this is... I don't know. This is dumb. And he and set the fucked up part. He could wrestle. Yeah. He was an impact. We know he could wrestle. But that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe he's injured and we don't know. Maybe you know? he can't wrestle anymore. Maybe he can't wrestle right. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I, this whole setup was horrible. The only thing I liked about the setup, though, was... Uh, Io Shirai when she grabbed the belt from Shotzi and was like don't make me hurt you I was like legit scared yeah I was like ooh that should be a good match and I am interested in that match that should be a good one when it does happen probably next week it is next week yeah Yeah. alright cool pretty sure it's next week alright they set up the thing Tegan Knox shows up at Candice LeRae's house for their big sit down this whole thing I only like one part of this whole segment when they get and and I'll get to it I'll tell you why I liked it because it cracked me up and again, are you going into that right now or is that later? 
That is not. That is later. Hold right, on. Is I'll it later? To it later? Hold on. I think it is later. Um. Yes, later. It's hour two. Right, so, um, now we go to Thatcher. There's a film study on Damien Priest. It's set up there. So Thatcher is now, no now going after the North American title. Mm. I am not a. I've said it before. I'm not a Timothy Thatcher fan. I don't like. I, he's not bad anymore. It's not. I'm not a fan of that style. Like that. The. The shoot style. Yeah, I'm thing. not a fan. I, I enjoy him, and I, I I did like this gimmick here. Um, it kind of reminds me of the the whole Taz thing where Taz was breaking down moves before. I guess when he was doing his commentary, it's similar to that. And I I, like, I did like he was like, you see how he's always off his feet, you know that type of thing. Like it was just breaking down, um, Damian Priest and stuff like that. So I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I th- yeah, I, know. I mean, it was good that like, he was showing how to you know what he's good at. I, the, the, the segment itself was fine. Hmm. I just don't like the character. I'm not a fan of Timothy Thatcher as a wrestler. No. I just don't like the style. I just don't like that style. It, it depends on what he's wrestling. Like, like that match he had with Riddle, the fight pit match, you know I love that match. I thought that was great. And that shit was hard-hitting and everything. It depends on who he's wrestling and how he's going to wrestle it. Right. It's, a, it's grapple fucking. Basically what it grapple is. Grapple fucking. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, next we had, we had Velveteen Dream versus... Oh, wait. Okay. Cause didn't um, Priest do a promo after the the Thatcher thing? Um, I like don't interview. If promo? he did, I didn't write it down. Yeah, he did a. His he's gotten really good with his promos. He's got that voice too, where it sounds like like majestic almost. And if he says the right thing, it sounds really good. Yeah, <laughs> calm down, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm joking. It's a good pro. He has a good voice for promos. And at first, I didn't like it. I thought his voice was just too like. Like, you know, like, you know, it was that two, like, the, what's his, the killer? El, killer? The Buffalo Bill, you know, like that guy. Oh. You know, I forgot. What's the lotion on the skin there? I was like, What's your favorite guy person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he sounds like. You know, I said that once to somebody, and they never, they obviously didn't, either never seen the movie or forgot about that. When I said, how dare you say that, Mike? You've never seen Silence of the Lambs like that? And they were like. Like, it was like, it was like, there was like a, a pregnant pause, like, oh, well, like, thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah, so his voice at first was very jarring, especially when they were giving him promos. But I felt like the more promos that he's done, he's become more natural at it. And he just sounds natural. Like, that, the first thing he said, like, so what do you think about, you know, Thatcher and the, what he just said, you know? And he was like, well, Thatcher, he's ugly. <laughs> I was like, What? Yeah, like so he's he's obviously like that superstar, you know that the the cool guy, yeah, too cool for school. Like oh he ugly, I don't like him. And then after we're done, you and me we can go party forever. You know it was that type of shit. And he came off natural. And I liked it. I enjoyed the promo. It was good shit. Good shit. Next up we have Valentine Dream versus Ashante. Theo, I wrote. Uh, uh, uh it was uh, Ashante. Ashanti the Adonis. The okay. He was Miles. Uh, Atuti right. Atuti Miles and, and um, WWE actually trademarked the name that's that, that name he's going with there. Yeah. let me tell you he's not bad he looked really good in this match he had a nice drop kick on Dream early yeah and Dream won of course with the Dream Valley Driver yeah which is interesting that they're that's his finisher now Dream Valley the DVD yeah. the, the devil the Death Valley Driver Death Valley Driver and after the match, Kushida came out and attacked him and basically beat him down. So, like, a heel side to Kushida a little bit? Well, it's more of a heel side to um, Velveteen Dream. It's just the, the face getting angry because uh, didn't they have, like, a situation before? Yeah. 
Um, because because of that number one contender thing that they had. Um, ooh. Um, the yeah, it still bothers me. Yeah, that him. he's back. Yeah. yeah, and this match with uh, Ashanti was weird too because they still have him doing that. That you know, like he was touching Ashanti. Like your 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 gimmick shouldn't be sexual, especially after now. what you've been through. Right, I agree. You know what I'm saying? And it's just weird. And I just and I was like, you're really doing this? This is really the gimmick you're going for? It was just weird. But uh, the magic seller went three and a half. I went three. It wasn't bad. Oh uh, no. All right. Um. Next up, they did a Bizango video package. So we're getting Imperium Bizango next week. Next week for to go back a little bit. I yeah, did, yeah. I did think it was funny how when um. Um, Kushida came out and was beating her in a Velveteen Dream. How there were like a bunch of people holding back um, Kushida, like little old Kushida. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was just weird. They couldn't hold him back. She was mad. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna end the hour with one more thing. They're showing more of the dinner with the Garganos and Tegan Knox. They basically offered T- Candace offers Tegan Knox. A place with the Johnny Gargano way. Yeah. So when that's at my ass end of my first hour. Okay. So uh, Adam Page. Okay, so inner circle, Jericho and Hager defeat the Jersey Connection with So they're Kiss. a tag team now? Yeah. Uh so they defeat the Jersey Connection, which is Sunny Kiss and Joy Janala. Yeah. The the this was good chemistry, uh, throughout. The uh there was emphasis on tag team division here. Uh, I love Sunny Kiss's um, closing stretch here. Uh, Kiss has a lot of chemistry in the ring with whoever. When he was in the ring with Jericho, when he was in the ring with Hager, uh, Kiss looked good. Um, so, and I think that's the thing that Jericho wants to do now is to push Kiss. Kiss. Um, because so, supposedly, like, that was one of the wrestlers he wanted to be in a program with. Okay. And I think that's what he wants to do now. I think he's now ready oh, to just start pushing what? the younger talents. Why team up with Hager, though? Like, you already have a tag team in the circle, proud and powerful. Yeah. Why, why, why team up with him? Like, why create two tag teams in the circle? Well, you're losing one. No, well, you're not. Well, you're losing um, Paige and Omega. No, no, but yeah, all right, you're losing Page and Omega. You still have like ten other tag teams. So what? You don't need. This oh. is this is AW. It matters here. Tag teams matter. Okay. And putting Jericho, okay, uh, regardless of who his partner is in the tag team, puts emphasis on the tag team. It's Jericho. I, I, I yeah. Um, and this was just more of him. He, and also, he wants titles. You know, he's not going back for the world title right now, so he's going. to He's going for the tag title now. Of course, the tag title matters to him. You know, it I matters guess. in this company. You know, I I... same thing with like with the Matt Hardy promo earlier. You know, he said you know he's gonna come back. He's gonna rank up. He's gonna get his. You know, titles matter here. You know, you gotta but, fight for them. But why? Why not push Proud and Powerful as a tag team? As the tag team for the inner circle that it contend for the test. Why create another? You lose one tag team of two singles guys together, but you have to. They have to replace well, another tag team of two singles guys. Well, we don't know what they're doing yet. This was just the introduction of this. They might be breaking up proud and powerful. You know, 
So you're going to break up a legit tag team that's been around for a while. They may want <sighs> to do that. You understand? Like, also, you got to think that the, the ideas here are also the wrestler's ideas. Right? Like, maybe Satana wants to go single. Maybe or two. We don't know. First off, they're still a tag team. Um, but also, it doesn't... It just makes the tag team division more emphasized here. Because you have Jericho in there. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, that's you and you're allowed to have that I opinion. Just don't, but I'm I saying, like, the majority of people care about Jericho. I, it's not that I don't care about Jericho. It's that you don't... Like, we got to put him in every division just to show up that... Make that division shine. You had the AEW has enough good tag teams to make that division shine. No, they got one more. They don't... But, but all right... Of all the people, Team Jericho, Jake Hager, he's garbage. Yeah, and he's that's his pin eater. Yeah. Now, Jer- now also this, this also defends Jericho, because now he, whether he's in a losing streak or whatever, but he's not the one taking pins. It's Hager. I just, I just don't get it, but I, I don't get. Well, it's just starting. Give it time to breathe. Yeah. You're you're waiting for it to break up. I'm, I don't get why they have to have so many tag teams. Because it's a tag team division. They okay. take it seriously. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the I did feel the losers gained more from here because I thought Sonic Kiss looked really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then I gave this three and three quarters. Um, I'll go three and a half. I messed that up. That was good. Um... After this, we have MJF promo where he fires his entire campaign. And uh, this was interesting. Um, so he fires everyone. And then uh, Wardle goes, sir. And he turns around. And he's like, oh, now it's sir. You know, and he starts bring he brings up what happened to All Out where he threw the ring off and everything. And, and then Wardle started stepping up and sizing up MJF like he was about to do something. And MJF reminded him, you know, Tony Khan doesn't pay your checks. I pay your checks and if you fuck up with me I'll put you out on the street with your family I thought this was good it was that slow build tease uh, between right. him and uh, MJF now you have a reason why he's not fighting MJF right now or attacking him or why he's protecting him and shit like that um, so I thought that was good uh, after this he had a Mox promo which his promos are always good and I thought this was good uh, FTR promo with Tully Oh, oh, this was the inside the ring thing. Real quick, AEW will be on Wednesday this week. We know for sure? Yes. Why? It was, it was officially announced. I think because... Because they're a game? No, because no, I think the... um Because it was for the NBA Finals. Yeah. Because um Denver forced a Game 7 against the Clippers. Yeah. So because it's going to be a Game 7, the playoffs are, gonna start, are not going to start. They're going to start a little bit later. All right, good for them. So, so they'll be on Wednesday. AEW, this Wednesday. So it'll be AEW versus NXT this Wednesday. Yeah. We're back to the Wednesday Night Wars. Now we get to see what the Rams will look like. And then now we get a better idea. They're still going against a lot of other shit over... Well, no playoff game. There's nothing happening anywhere No basketball else. that day, no. But there's still NHL stuff, right? I don't know. I'll look. I'll let you know. Um, And NFL, isn't that starting up also? No, the NFL doesn't play on Wednesdays. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not the sports ball guy. Right. You got you to gotta let me know, man. No, NFL doesn't play on Wednesdays. Um, where was I? Uh, okay, MJF promo, Mox promo, FTR comes out with Tully, and they do a promo. And this started out really, really good. I liked it. Uh, you know where they're talking shit about. They have all the tag, well, not all the tag, but they have a lot of tag teams on uh, around the 
the ring and they're all eating cake and they're eating the cake it's not ending up on anyone's face they actually had their cake and they ate it too yeah hilarious uh so i thought that was funny uh so but then it kind of goes off the rails when you know they were making fun of tag teams where they they made fun of the the SEU and talking about how they loved them when they were kids and stuff like that when they were in their prime uh, and, and they went to go talk about private party and they were like and you guys uh, we don't have anything to say about you guys and then they went off and then it did something with um, the gun club and then uh, it kind of got off the rails where the Jurassic Express came in and they were fighting and stuff like that so that's the next program I think we're getting that next week, a non-title match between FTR and Jurassic Express. Um, and then after this, okay, um, Taz came out, and then Darby came out and did a promo. And when Darby, I'm sorry, not Darby, Starks, uh, Darby Starks came out. Darby Starks. Yeah, came out to do a promo, and at first I was like, ugh. But then he started talking. And then I, I was happy because Starks is great on, on the mic. I think he did a great job here um, and just pushing that story along. Uh, so that was good. Uh, after this, we had Nyla Rose defeating Tay Conti. And this was uh, Tay Conti's first match signed, officially signed with AEW. Um, VG promo. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so this was just a match. This was good, but not great or anything like that. Um, I understand how a lot of people were saying like this should have been, like maybe Nala Rose destroying her. Uh, but I do feel like this was her first match sign, so mm-hmm. they were giving her time to just shine and be a wrestler. You know, her first match. And I don't know if you mentioned it because I got side, I got distracted for a second. When Taya Conti came out, she she was like very emotional. She was before she walked in the ring. Yeah, no, I didn't mention, but yeah, she yeah, came she out like, yeah. almost crying and shit. Uh, so that was cool. She was signed. She gets defeated by Nala Rose. Um, Ricky Guerrero comes out or was there, but she came and did her promo, talking about the vicious vixens, uh, which is basically her and Nala Rose right now, and. Uh, and then they start beating up on Tay Conti, and Sheeta comes out with her kento, uh, kendo stick and uh, defends her. So I guess we're going back to that. Uh, Nyla Rose and uh, Sheeta, which will be a great match. But, you know, I guess they got to go back to it. Uh, Buck charged? What the fuck is that? Oh, all right, okay. It was at this point they, they talked about how the Bucks were charged for kicking um, Alves, Malvez. Uh, so yeah, so the match, I gave three. Uh, Same here. Again, it wasn't like great or anything like that, but I did enjoy the work that these women put put in. Um, and apparently, uh, Nala Rose put her fucking nails into Tay Conti's uh, leg. Because uh, if you watch it, like, I watch these shows twice, and uh, you see like a gash in her knee or something like that. All right. And then you see her limping away. I was like, holy shit. So I guess like when she did that power bomb, her beast bomb thing, yeah. she must have somehow grabbed the leg by accident and some shit. So that was fucked up. Oh, she's not like injured. I don't think so. Um Yeah, after this match, it was at this point, and don't don't spill the beans yet. It was at this point they announced huge news from Cody. 
This uh, pissed me off. Yeah, for, yeah. For more than don't one don't reason. get to it yet. We'll no, get to it when no. it happens. But I was like, okay, all right. So maybe he's gonna appear at the main event or some shit like that. But whatever. After that, we go into a Ross interview with Kenny Omega, and this interview was great too. It was the antithesis. It, it was of great. What uh, the Adam Page was. Um, what I were got, you gonna say? Go ahead. I got a question. So I think it pieces all together. Adam, um, Kenny Omega was was the one that was angry. Yeah, and he basically took out Adam Page after they lost the belts. Well, right? He no, he didn't take him out. He just left them. No, did. Well, whatever. Know? He was the one that was mad. Yeah. Like he was the one that was angry. He was the one that was giving the ultimatum to the Young Bucks about joining me. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So next time we see the Young Bucks, they're angry. Mm-hmm. Even though they last time we saw them on. At all out, they were confused. Like they didn't know what to do. They were distressed. Now they're angry. Okay. They give you Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega's calm. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that, you know, if Adam Page wants to go to the base and find Like, he was just completely calm. Like, it didn't... He, you figured this interview would be more angry to play off of what happened at all out. No, but he was through with the tag team, though. This was the opposite of Adam Page. He's through with the tag team. Yeah, but Adam he, Page wants to tag with him. But the way he, he came out, like, it's like, it's like it's, uh, it made it seem like he was cool with Adam Page. Like, even though they lost the belt. Well, and, he's being, you know, like, hey, whatever. You know, I'm moving I, on, whatever. I, but I just think, he doesn't want anything to do with Adam Page right now. I just think the way, like, he, he just sounded like a face. I figured he's, but that's he, what he's trying to be. They're I, not going to shoot it him. Was a weird, to me, it was a weird interview for me. Because, because it, it's nuanced. It's not. They're not going to just be like, all right, now he's a heel. They do no, that in I, NXT. I get where that. I, no, Gargano's no. a face, and then the next day they sweep the switch, and now he has black hair and a slick I back, get and that. he's, a, he's I a heel. I get that, but it's like they're building up he, to him becoming the heel. But there was like no, there was no like even a hint at it. I mean, nuance would be like, but a little hint at being a heel. Like you build up to that. They did. No, they didn't. Yeah, I, he I doesn't get, want. Adam Page wants to continue the tag team. He but doesn't. He's I, through with that's it. That's not. And he even talked about. It. He even said like, "Listen, you know, when you're in, we were in this tag team for about a year now, and I got to see a lot of Adam Page and a lot of things I didn't like to see. You know, I didn't want to see. I didn't like what I saw. I, you know, he mentioned it. If you pay attention, I and that's did. what they're asking you to do. He says, pay attention. You'll see what they're building up to here. I just, I, it wasn't bad. I just didn't. I, I don't. Based on what happened at all out. It felt weird for, to me because based on what happened it was natural. It wasn't a WWE type of oh. don't 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 do that. But don't that is it. what it is. But because you're used to that. Also, I look and also the other thing that bothered me. But we want to roll back to all out. I think I mentioned it on the Wednesday the special show, the special show. But the, <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase that: the extra episode after Kenny Omega spent twenty minutes getting that knee worked on, he walked away like nothing ever happened. Yeah, but was he limping in the match? No. And he even got a V-trigger in the match. Uh, okay. You know? That worked against... Who was he fighting when uh, FTR did that? The uh, Was it SEU? No, it was the best friends. It was Chuck E.T. You know? Chuck E.T.'s not Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega's not a bigger thing. You know? Did Kenny tap out? No. He, he, he got right out of that move. Yeah, they're working his leg, but they didn't work it enough. Right? And he even got his V trigger on Adam Page. I guess. Incidentally. I just, I mean, I'm, look, if it ends up in a good spot with that, with, with Kenny, where he's like the cleaner again, because they're hinting at that too. 
Yeah, they've been hinting at that for a long time. I'll be happy. They're not gonna. This is dumb building up to that. You know, he wants to go back into the singles to make everyone happy. All the Reddit people, you know, as they as they make a joker, yeah. And then he talked about how oh, like he's been misused here, and then he talked about it in this interview, like oh, I, you know, I wasn't, I, I didn't get the the start I wanted here, blah blah blah. You know, when part is tagging, they're reversing the roles. Now Adam Page is gonna be constantly trying to tag with Kenny, and Kenny's gonna be the one not wanting anything to do with it. You know, when before it was Adam Page. Remember, Adam Page didn't want shit to do with it. He wanted to leave. Right. Now he doesn't want to leave, and now Kenny's gonna be the one that wants to leave. You know. I'm sure they're still going to do tags. Um, but I think Kenny's going to be the one that's going to want to leave. Yeah. And then, of course, they'll build it up to be Kenny versus Adam Page for the title. Yeah. And then maybe Page will win and become a mega fucking superstar. And that's okay. not what they're building to. Okay. Um, so I love the interview. Uh, October, uh, this is where they also announced October 14th, the anniversary show. Which will be headlined by Lance versus Mox. Um, so they're not doing it at full gear. They're going to do it here. Um, so it makes me curious. I mentioned it earlier. If NXT is going to do something. You know. And try to say, oh, it's their halfway point. We were going to do something here anyway. You know. Before I take over. Uh, Wednesday or... Oh, yeah. this uh, We already announced it. But they also talked about it. They weren't sure when they're going to be on to follow them on their social media accounts and well about to find out when the day is as we announced already it's going to be on Wednesday uh, they also announced the rest of the card for next week or some of the stuff already for next week where we're going to have the best friends versus um, Proud and Powerful in the parking lot fight Thunder Rosa is going to defend her NWA title against Eva Lise that's going to be great uh, FTR versus Jurassic Express in a non-title and we're also getting um, Jerry, oh, <laughs> Jerry Hager versus um, Private Party, which I'm interested in. And then supposedly MJF is going to be in action. And we're also getting Paige versus Ka- uh, Kazarian. Frank Kazarian. Um, so that's all for next week. Oh, wow. They loaded that one up, didn't they? Um, and then we go into the main event with Brody Lee defeating Dustin. Uh... They had a great table spot, <laughs> which did not break the table. No. I love that, though. That makes it look worse when the tables don't break. Yeah. Especially in Japan, because they got those little petite tables and shit. And then when those shits don't break, it just looks like it hurts more. Um, so that was funny. You know, you got your Texas Destroyer. Um, this was a brawl. Uh, I liked how he threw Silver, uh, John Silver, into the into Dustin and Dustin just fucking face kicked him yeah that was funny uh did Cole come out during this no it was after this right yeah yeah so yeah so so he was during the post match beatdown yeah right so Brody Lee defeats uh, Dustin it was a good match Colt comes out and he just straight up yells at Cole Cabana uh to leave uh showing that he's still pissed off at what happened all out um and yeah, so I gave the match three and three fourths. I loved it. it was I, fun. I went three and a half. Yeah. It was good. I mean, I just, it was good. Yeah. So, it, the show was over, right? And but there's still time left. I was like, oh okay. And this was the big event. This was the big announcement of Cody. I was like, he announced he's doing a fucking game show. Yeah. 
the the big uh, the the go big show they call it something like that. It's a stunt show type of thing. Way to sell the beatdown, Cody. Well, at least though, at least he did say that he was injured. Hey, if you if you listen to that commercial, I did. He mentioned that he was injured. You know, so at least he said that. You know, and it sells that. But I don't care about that because at least you know they they sold it. But it, this was a TNT thing or TBS, whatever. TNT. But it's gonna be on TBS the show. I'm sure it's all oh, same owner, same yeah, owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was they they have to do it. You know, they wanted him on the show. They wanted this on the show. They had to promote it. So, but still, I was like, what the fuck, man? I wanted this to be like Cody coming out doing a promo or some shit like that, and it's just this game show. I, which are big think big doings right like um, what's his face from WWE has his own The Miz yeah, the, the yeah, Cannonball the Cannonball thing John Cena's doing one Wipeout um, yeah, these are big like that Cannonball thing if you want to talk about ratings Cannonball beats all these wrestling shows all of them <laughs> well like, those these get those those reality competition shows are very popular yeah. I don't know why but they are so now I don't watch them. So. Yeah, so now I guess AW has their own. Uh, it's with him, Rosario Dawson. Uh, I forgot the comedian's name. Who's hosting it? Kurt something Warsire or some shit like that. He's usually he, he does his usually his gimmick is that he doesn't wear a shirt during his stand up. Oh um, yeah, I definitely want to watch that. Yeah, but he's not. He's wearing a shirt during this though. Thank God. Um. So yeah, so that was his big announcement. Within the show, I thought it was happening like after the show because they ended AEW and then this was here. Yeah. But if you look at your clock, there was like three minutes left, so this was for AEW. They wanted this on AEW, and I guess AEW was like, "We'll just put it at the last three minutes of the show and just close it off like that." Um. But yeah, so that was done. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, I thought it was a great episode of uh, AEW. Uh, for all the people that they got. They, they put a lot of hooks there to keep people. So hopefully um, people will just be like, hey, come back next week. Um, so yeah. It was, I, it was, it was a good episode. It wasn't, I didn't, Listen, no, and nothing for that. Dragged me and I got like, that was amazing. Nothing did it for me on this episode. I, I enjoyed it. I watched it. I watched the two hours of it. It was, I, it was fun. Yeah, but I worry that you don't get the nuances and shit like that because I feel like they dropped a lot of hooks here and shit like that see listen I'm giving it to NXT just because of that that shot the title shot right. the, the, the opening um, I, I don't think anything that happened at AEW was better than that regardless of hooks and, right, and right. nuances and all that stuff I just thought this was just amazing and it was great a, NXT took it tonight uh, but I do feel story wise and Push wise and all that stuff, AEW was better. You know, they, they 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 threw in a lot of hooks to keep try to keep people in there. You know, with the things changing, the tag division changing, the the world title division changing, the Kingston talking about the shit he's talking about, and the the future. And you know, you got Thunder Rosa coming back, so I'm wondering how long that deal's gonna last. I'm assuming Thunder Rosa that this last match is probably gonna be the last match for a while. It was probably part of the deal, you know. Like you're gonna lose big against Thunder uh, against Sheeta, we'll give you a win against Evil Right. You know, later on for your own title. You know. 
Um, but yeah, so but yeah, I just thought they 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 had more hooks there to keep people. I like if I don't think they had enough hooks. In and you didn't finish your show, did no, you? I didn't. Yeah, so get to your show. I'm sorry. All right, the hour two opened up with. I was ending the whole show just now. <laughs> I was like Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory, and I went three and three quarters on this. This match was phenomenal, and I think you mentioned it last week. They called him Colossal instead of Thick Boy. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. Like the Thick Boy thing was kind of cool. Yeah, but no one. I, I guess it's it sounds better than Thick Boy. People don't like it. <laughs> I guess. I, 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 Thick I, Boy is too. I guess Gen X or or you know. I liked it. It, it was different. Like Colossal sounds very generic. Yeah. And Thick Boy was very like unique a little bit. I was surprised because they didn't allow him to have his intro here. Um, so he was just in the ring when he came back. It was. I thought that was a bad move because he has like right now the best intro ever with, right. with him as like Godzilla walking yeah, through the yeah. fucking city and then he just kind of prospectively becomes him and then he walks out into the crowd I was, I was like that's a fucking awesome um, uh, this was just another one of those things where it's Austin, Austin Theory and that's another thing like Velveteen Dream where it's just it's just taking me out um, because of what he's involved in uh, I thought Austin Theory though he was very overselling everything like almost like uh, Shawn Michaels levels of overselling here for Hogan you know right like he will take one move and he just started vibrating all over the shelf like what is he doing here um, but all in all I thought it was a great match for Bronson at least yeah and then they, 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 they got, I mean NXT has big plans for him hopefully. I think you know hopefully he stays in NXT for a while because I really don't want to see him on Raw Smackdown yeah because I think they'll take the colossal thing and they'll make a joke out of it yeah, yeah. So. He'll, be, he'll be puff yeah <laughs> All right, so I talked about the Cole thing already, where he um did interview backstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mercedes hyped up her cage match, the main event tonight. Oh, she talked about a lions. She talked about lions. Go, what they say they go for the, the strongest animal or something like that. Yeah, I, I was think, like, that's not what they do. Because I love lions, I know about lions. Lions go for the weak animals. That's random. Oh, I love lions. Ever yeah. since I learned I was a Leo, I became obsessed with lions. Uh, but yeah, she was talking about, like they go for the weak animals. <laughs> Because that's the easier kills, right? You know? But I, I, I'm not taking a point because of that. I'm just as I'm looking at that, my own nerdism came out, and I was like, "Wrong!" If anyone knows about lions, lions actually go for you know that's like geeking out. Uh, but I thought it was a good promo. All right, so we have Roddy Strong defeated Killian Dane after the ref got distracted from Bobby Fish, allowing oh <laughs> yeah Strong to get the um the beat Killian Dane with a, with a knee to the chin. Yui. Came in at post match, beat down Dane. Drake comes in for the save. With, uh, he tries to still shake back. Dane's hand, and Dane takes him out again. Yeah, again. Yeah. Do you know where this is going now? Nope. Yeah, is this was on social media? Can you guess? Can you let me let me see if you can guess? This is a popular WWE trope. Can you guess what's gonna happen next week? Dane versus Drake, of course. No. It's what? It's the worst trope. Uh, it's gonna be Killian Dane. Uh, Drake asked William Regal for Killian Dane and him to tag team oh, God. against UE. Well, they're gonna get beat down, and one of them, and one of them is gonna totally heal out after UE wins. Done. Okay. What? I was like, really? Why? Drake looks so stupid here. Yeah. You know what? When he first signed back up, I was like, all right, cool. You know, you know, whatever. They made him look good in the tournament. Fine. No, they didn't. They they, they made him win. He had was him. Um, trying to find some easy way to win, like he would do roll ups and 
He'll cheat in some way or some shit like that. But yeah, but they they turned him into a joke. Yeah. Whatever. Um, they did the thing with Candice LeRae and Tegan Knox at the house. They started, the only part I thought about this that was funny was in the middle of their bro, their food fight brawl, a bottle got thrown into to, um, Gargano's flat screen TV. Yeah. And the look on his face, like sheer horror. Yeah. And I look, when that happened, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, when, it, when I saw the thick bottle flying into the TV, I was like, holy shit. Because if that happened to me, I'd be pissed. <laughs> that was the only part of it I liked. Much like the Meryl thing, I was two minds of this too. <laughs> because one part of it was like, this is the, what's that? The Fireflies Funhouse type of shit here. This would fit perfectly in that world. Right. You know? But then part of me is like, one, Gargano's really good here. Like he, he's funny he, and he, he comes No, You know off. what? He has a, Gargano, Gargano, Johnny Gargano has a great personality. Yeah. He the way he can play both sides of the fence, and he does it really good. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, right, at least that. And then, and then they have a food fight, and I'm like, this is dumb, but I can enjoy it. Type of dumb, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was that was silly. Oh, I forgot they put progress up here too. But I I just love the guy to look on his face after his TV got broken. Yeah. That would be, that would have been my exact reaction. Yeah. It was stupid, but it was... It was enjoyable for yeah. what it was. Right now we got the main event. Cage match. Rhea Ripley defeated Mercedes Martinez. I think Mercedes Martinez is going to the main roster. Because right after it was over, she got fired from Robert Stone brand. Yeah, and you, you heard about that on the social medias? Robert Stone put like a, a protection order against her. I'm like, what? That that doesn't even make sense. No, nah, it doesn't. Like, what is happening here? But yeah, she's probably going to the main roster. She yeah. might, be, might even be part of Retribution. Yeah, supposedly some people did like the close-up stuff. like Or what was it? When they reverbed the, the voices? Yeah. And supposedly one of the people that talks sounds like her and the other one sounds like Dijakovic. I'm sure one of them is Mia Yim because they, 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 their new thing is keeping couples together. Well, I so, mean, of what they've shown, yeah. Mia Yim is there for sure. You can tell. She, she has her own type of energy. You can tell the way she just kind of walks and jumps yeah. around. Um, same thing with um, Martinez. Um, particularly in the eyes. Martinez just has those recognizable eyes. Yeah. And then you can kind of tell, like, looking at that, the the eyes through the ninja mask, It's that's probably her. Um, Dijakovic. Is probably there if you know if you listen to that voice thing, it does sound like him, and I guess you can say it looks like him. It's tall and all that shit, but everyone can be tall, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so odds are she's part of that brand, that part, that retribution thing. But the cage match was good though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I, I it a went, lot. I went three three quarters. I thought the show was well balanced, where it had that great opening and then a great closing. Right. I mean, um, even the middle wasn't horrible. Like, the Killian Dane roger Strong match wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible either. I had, like, I mean, as a whole, like, yeah, the Killian Dane thing was dumb, and uh, the match wasn't great either. Not to bring I gave it three. I don't think I said what I it went was. three and a quarter. Um, the, then you had the, the whole gimmick with Io Shirai and Shotzi was dumb. And then, as much as I enjoyed it, the more of me didn't enjoy it, the whole Gargano house thing. Um, but... And then what else they have? Then the Austin Theory um, Bronson Reed match was good. It was, yeah, three and a half. But it wasn't great. You know, and that bothers me still. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was, the, the middle was okay. 
But that beginning and great and the, the got, ending um, was He's great. the owner of Progress. He has a Ron Burgundy tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I'm watching. I'm like, was that a fucking tattoo? I'm like, he wasn't the fuck. owner. He was a promoter. He, well, he was a co-owner, right? I don't, I don't, think, he, I don't think so. Wasn't he the owner of the promoter or something? He was a promoter. I think he owned it, didn't he? I don't think so. Because he left the company at one point. Oh. And joined WWE. Anyway. Oh, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, so both shows were pretty good this week. Smallman is his name. I enjoyed NXT more. Just for the opening and closing. Hmm. And I was more invested in that open, that title match. The cage right now, I, thought, I didn't think I was going to like it at first. But I ended up enjoying it. Yeah, I, I was... I was thinking that there was going to be some shit and they try to enter some shit into this with, you know, because um, Robbie E tried to interfere at one point. I mean, before the match even started, didn't um, Rhea Ripley attack Mercedes early? Like, before the match even started, if I remember correctly? Or am I thinking of something else? I think you're thinking of something else. I think Mercedes... No, you're right. Yeah. Because uh, um, Martinez came... Martinez. Martinez. Martinez came out first and she was throwing in chairs and shit like that and then Rhea Ripley came out and started fighting. And then she threw more chairs and the table inside. Right, right. And then she closed the gate. And then, then Martinez attacked her or something like that. Right. I wouldn't consider that like interference. That was just dumb brawl. No, no, I, didn't, no, no I didn't say it was interference. No. Yeah. I was trying to remember having that story. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I remember that like, what it used to be. Um, and it was, it was, it was a fucking badass. They, they, they announced it as the Battle of the Badasses. Battle of the Badasses. Yeah. It was a badass fight, I gotta say. Yeah. Dumb title. Battle of the Badasses, yeah, but yeah. otherwise it was a good, it was a good fight. It was a, it was a badass fight. Yeah. Um, I, I, this is not about the match itself. I gave it, uh, I, I would give it three and three quarters. Um, but uh, I'm not liking Rhea Ripley's new look here. You know, she has that bleach blonde hair and the black lipstick. You know, and she's she's look just looking more of the like a character. Rather than just herself, like that she was in the UK, right? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Um, UK starting up soon. Huh? The the NXT UK stuff this up. week. Yeah, are they doing a tournament? I doubt it. Uh, I think they're calling it the Heritage Tournament or some shit like that. Um, so that should be interesting. Should be some more good stuff to watch. Um, and uh, yeah. All right, wrap this bad boy up. Let's do it. All right, so um. Don't forget, we'll, we'll have a date next week for sure for the Isolation Mania. Yes. And keep participating in the SG1 Pinnacle. Uh, we're, we're in the home stretch of 10 more rounds now. <laughs> and whoever wanted, I can't remember who said it, on, on when you gave the ranking, they want to see the manager, where's oh. the manager? And he's number, number five. I can't help you with that. Well, I, I talked. It was Sean Lennon. Sean, uh, okay. Yeah, because he's a he's a Muda fan. I, explained... I couldn't remember, I couldn't remember who it was that said it. I'm sorry. Sean. <laughs> it's okay. I apologize. Sean. I explained to him that technically Muda is in third because you got Macho Man and Liger tied for second. No tiebreakers yet. And then you got um, I forgot who three and four were, but they're tied in third or second. So Muda slots into third place. Ah. So. So he's actually in third. He's in a good place. He's in a good place. We got a lot of rounds to get through. So, so he could he could he could turn it around. He could be a sleeper hit right here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, close it up. 
All right, guys, um, don't forget, next week will be a brand new show. Don't forget, watch your wrestling this week. And as always, keep it in the Yeah! No, that's the wrong show. Too sweet!